Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial. Go to audibletrial.com slash Rushmore. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Greetings and welcome to the Mount Rushmore Podcast. My name is Jeff and I'm joined, as always, by my good friends Richard Hello. and Michael. Howdy. Richard and Michael, they, they dine together and they wine together. And sometimes Emphasis on the wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. W-H. Oh my God. Uh, they've had a lot of uh, meals together. They've had a lot of pizza together, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Uh, and howdy. they've probably eaten foods that range outside of the culinary uh, area of pizza and into the realm of fast food monstrosities, and that is the category we've chosen this week. Richard, why did you choose it? Um, I am just fascinated by the level of contempt that fast food restaurants have for us, their yeah. consumers. Yeah. They just are basically want to kill us, uh-huh. and also believe that we have no concept of, of shame. And, of course, they're right yeah. that we have no concept of, like, this is too gluttonous for us, because they can just make the worst possible thing imaginable okay and we're so addicted to fast food that we will eat it okay so you've chosen to depict the restaurateurs as this fascist regime that is uh using us as to perform these biological warfare tests in 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 the form of food i'm not i'm not saying that wendy's is specifically trying to kill us yeah i'm not saying they're not okay so okay 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 legally i don't believe i can claim Claim that they That's are. libel. Or is that slender if it's broadcast? I think it's both. Okay. Let's okay. Say it's both. Well, we know it's not slender. When no. No, no, no. Okay, so uh, Richard chose the subject. Michael starts us off. Uh, my first choice is the Triple King Burger from Fat Burger. Wow. Uh, this is... Now, it's been rebranded, which okay. kind of pisses me off. It's now called, like, the XXL Burger. They used to be really... They used to have, like, cuter names. Like, it was just, like, a fat burger, and then you can get, like, a king burger. Right. They also have, like, a baby fat. But mm-hmm. now, <laughs> someone decided that they're like, okay, now we're just going to call that the baby fat a small, mm-hmm. and we're just going to call the regular fat burger a fat burger. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the king burger is now the large. And then you can get a double king, and then you can get the triple king, which is their big challenge. Is that three patties? It's three gigantic, like... yeah. Half pound patties. I saw an Elvis uh, tribute show, and the later king was the triple king. <laughs> that guy was triple, like quadruple, triple wide of the earlier king. Uh, we talk about like like this sense of gluttony. Like they really celebrated if you go into a fat burger. Mm. Most of them, I I'm guaranteed that all of them have like these photographs on the wall for the person that has completed the triple yeah. king, the triple XL, whatever it's called now. Mm-hmm. Um, the Triple King Challenge, where right. you take a picture of like your demolished um, plate. Yeah, you have to eat the plate. <laughs> Man, they are hardcore <laughs> about that. Uh, and like, it's just like this exhibit of your own like gluttony. And yeah, I, I can't imagine like I'll go to Fat Burger and I like a King Burger or a large one or whatever, you know, with cheese and whatever. The, it's, it's fine. It's a pretty good burger. Uh, I think Fat Burger is incredible. I think they're really delicious. I like them even more than In-N-Out. In-N-Out. I like them as it's generally it's generally like my favorite fast food yeah. burger place. And then in my youth, in my twenties, you know, every once in a while I'd be like, I'm gonna get that double king burger. Yeah. And see if I can put that down. And then 
I've always wanted to be the person that gets like the triple cane mm-hmm. and have been like, no, man, that's not you. <laughs> you are not, you are not, not that, that guy. You're not that guy. Yeah, you have some sense of decorum, yeah. some sense of self-respect. So I, I like that they kind of celebrate this, that this is a thing that people, like it's, it's a challenge as well as like just a whole <laughs> lot yeah. of meat. It's them basically saying you're not gonna, going to enjoy this meal. Yeah. You will reach a point where this meal is no longer uh-huh. enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you will hate the fact that you chose this meal because you look at the photos of the people who quote unquote completed the challenge, right. they never look happy. Yeah, they look like they look like someone who just finished running an ultra marathon or <laughs> yeah. something, where they're like this close to death. Not to bum us out too much, but mm. it seems like you, when you dine at Fat Burger and appreciate the um, the egalitarian nature of that meal, you are Anthony Bourdain. <laughs> when you eat the triple king. You are Guy Fieri, who's like shitting and eating and shitting and eating and just holding his fecal matter up to the camera and go, bam, spicy, or whatever he says. There's some donkey sauce. Yeah. yeah. So what, what is it that you have described this kind of self-immolation, like those monks who set themselves on fire yeah, like, I think that, that we do think, as diners? I think there's a thing where people will go, you know, you go to McDonald's and maybe you get a Big Mac. Or maybe you're a person who's like, a Big Mac's not enough, so I need a double quarter pound. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> or, you know, there are people that like yeah. keep looking for, like it's not just that they want the one thing, they want, they want more. Yeah. You can go to In-N-Out and you can get like a five by five, which I don't understand oh, how yeah. that, that fits. Mm-hmm. Like In-N-Out I think will keep adding on patties and patties. Yeah. This is something that I think feels very specifically targeted at the one guy or girl that is just like, they want something to eat, but they want to kind of hurt themselves, yeah. and they want to also complete a challenge right. at the same time. It's a very specific, targeted yeah. monstrosity they got of a big burger. feelings. They got big feelings, and they're eating them. Yeah, eating those feelings. I, and I find it interesting that Fat Burger, and if you guys are listening, aren't from the area. It's kind of a local. Well, it's not local, I guess. But oh, they're all over the place. Are they now? Yeah, I didn't experience it until moving here. I think the, I, I think they, they're one of those ones that have kind of like popped up around. Sure, I think it's like West Coast initiated and then they've kind of spread out over the years. It used to be like very dinery too where right. like, they had like jukeboxes juke and, and all that stuff. Yeah. Um they are I find this fascinating that they have this like eat till you puke challenge. Mm-hmm. And at the same time they were also I believe the first fast food restaurant to offer the the impossible burger. Oh yeah. Or it was the first one that I saw at least. What, and they've certainly what is been that? pushing it. The Impossible Burger is the... To dream the impossible. <laughs> yeah, to climb. It's really just a burger, but Bob Goulet comes out and sees it too. <laughs> um, no, it is a uh, meatless burger, but it is it has the look of a hamburger, and it has oh. juice that comes out like like mm-hmm. like blood, like a hamburger, yeah. Yeah. and supposedly tastes pretty cl- a pretty close facsimile to a burger. Oh, right and it's got the texture and it's got everything. It's not like a, your regular kind of veggie burger mm-hmm. or attempt at a... a okay. You know, a lot of times you get those fake meat and yeah. it's like really not quite right. Mm-hmm. It's, this is supposed to be like really close it's to like an actual meat. killing the robots on Westworld. You want them to bleed. Yeah. If, exactly. Yeah, that, you, like a real If you human. go in and get like a fat burger, it's what, like six ninety nine, seven ninety nine. dollars yeah. If you get an Impossible Burger, it's fourteen ninety nine. Is that how much it's, it is? Yeah. I had no idea because I know that they, it's, that's they, the only thing that's like kind of holding me off. Mm-hmm. Like Emily and I are totally in the vein of uh, when lab-grown meat becomes a thing yeah. that is like readily available and whatever. It's like we're totally in. 
Like yeah. I have no problem with like shifting away from like eating animals to like eating like a lab grown perfected sort of meat solution. Like this thing seems kind of the halfway point or something right. right in the middle of like, oh, it tastes just like it or tastes close to it. 85%. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. but then that $15 price point seems like, yeah, oh, I'll just have this. That cow. burger won't even, they, they advertise they have it, but it's not on the menu. Yeah. Because they do not want you to know how much you're going to have right. to charge to eat this. Like, so I just find it fascinating that they are, at one hand, sort of like trying to push this very, I think, I guess, healthy substitute. And the other hand, they have advertising fat. They have this, fat in their name. They have fat in their name, and they're advertising this very gluttonous sort of challenge. Uh, Richard, what's your first? I will do my first one. It's something very similar to this. It is the Baconator Triple Whoa. from Wendy's. Wow. Um, these are three patties. So, again, three patties. Square patties, mind you. Not round. Yeah. Because it's Wendy's. That's their jam. They got to be weird. And it's piled high. And I mean, sir, piled high. Yeah. With enough bacon that, that basically you have to kill two pigs oh, to wow. get this much bacon. Yeah. And plus the cheese and all the fixings. Yeah. Um, and can I, I I'm going to jump in. My second pick is very similar to that. Okay. It's the Wendy's Baconator Fries. Oh, my oh. goodness. So we're, we're probably going to cover a lot of the same territory. We're in the Baconator family. Mm-hmm. We're in the just eat a slab of bacon, you guys, territory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's basically, that, and that's my point. You're not eating a hamburger anymore. You're eating bacon. Yeah. And then there's burger that is also involved somehow. Mm-hmm. And there's this fetish, fetish, bacon has been fetishized. Yeah. Put it that way. <laughs> I, I like, couldn't quite figure out. That's like trying to drive around the accident to like to the right. You can't go to the right. Yeah. You can't go to the right. And you're like, I got to go. Steer into the, tried to steer into the skid word. and I could not get there. <laughs> we have, we have turned bacon into this fetish in this country. Yeah. 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 In a way that, I don't know, maybe Canada has this. Maybe not, but they have weird bacon anyway, so, so, so fuck them. Right. But I don't know. When when did bacon become this, like, we need M-O-R? 2005. Is that when it was? 2006. Something like that. There was a weird, like, pro-bacon stance of things that it just kind of came out of nowhere. You can get, like, bacon Band-Aids. You can get bacon. Yeah. Like, they aren't actual strips. <laughs> you don't <laughs> actually put strips of bacon to, to heal your wounds. Was it the emergence of either a comedian like uh, Jim... Uh, Barney? No, uh, gosh darn it! There was a the the uh, comedian who talks about ba- adding bacon to other things. He put a bacon around a scallop, put a bacon around mm. something. You know, add bacon to a cheap hot dog at the little uh, hot dog cart sure, at the sure, ballpark. The you know, dog. a street dog. Um, or also um, the National Dairy Council or the National Farm Council are the people who push dairy at us. The milk. Got milk thing, the cheese thing. There's all this push behind there by the actual agriculture industry. So I wonder if big pork. Well, the other us. white meat. Right yeah. for a while in in like the late '90s, I remember the other white meat pork sort of. Yeah. They had their own sort of uh, billboard. They were trying to like push that. it as the healthier alternative, yeah. right? You're push, not. They push not, it too far. They're not pushing bacon as the healthy alternative. I do like the um, the baconator description. Uh, it's listed as here's to the carnivores, the two quarter pound in this case triple, right? Three, triple patty, yeah. Uh, quarter pound patties with six strips of bacon, probably nine. I don't know. Uh, there's not a single veggie to get in the way. <laughs> this pushes a agenda that is as unhealthy as the triple king challenge. Right. It's just like we'll just kind of clog every artery. Yeah, that's exactly what to I have. have. A fifth 
is there a fifth artery we can just like <laughs> stick in there and mm-hmm. crumble it up and mash it in there? Oh, I got it. We're gonna have um, bacon mayonnaise now. I do think I feel like the artery is gonna be made out of bacon that we put in. I it's can gonna see be the Wendy spokes, spokesperson, that pigtailed redhead, uh, freckle face gal, going into the barn, kicking the door open, and just starting to take a hammer to a cow, and then <laughs> saying, "The first." It. Other animal that squeals or tries to protest, you're coming, you're going to be on the same sandwich as this cow. And then the pig started squealing. So she got that guy too. The chicken didn't say a damn thing. The uh, Baconator fries are basically the same thing. They're just like little bits and pieces of bacon, uh, cheddar cheese, apple, uh, uh, shredded apple, uh, applewood smoked bacon, shredded cheddar cheese on top of, I guess, vegetables, which feels (laughs) kind of like a slap in the face to the Baconator. A tuber. Of some sort, yeah. The Baconator and the Baconator fries are at a party and just like, you don't represent me at all, <laughs> you French fries. <laughs> uh, there's a w- they seem disgusting. Yeah. I, I've never had them. I've, I don't think I've even had the Baconator just because it seems... I, I would actually say that everything on my list I haven't had. I'm sure it's, all, I'm sure it's all like <laughs> yeah. delicious and disgusting at the same time, but I... Uh, it, yeah. I, I just I, I can't do it. I'm kind of fascinated by the delicious and disgusting, the the illicit nature of fast food, where we know we're supposed to go home and eat the groceries Ooh. we bought, mm-hmm. but we go to our side bang, Burger King or Wendy's to l- get a little something, something, get some strange. Because we're addicted. It's because we're addicted. We're addicted. It's, it's that time that you have the meal with the family, and then you're like, oh, I got to go run some errands. You know, I'll be back later. Yeah. And you kind of drive past that McDonald's, and it's like, I know I already ate dinner. You get, the, you get the fries covered with goo cheese. Yeah. <laughs> right. And you start off like, well, you know, I could just get like a small fry, because fries sound, just, they just sound good right now. I know they have salads. I'm not going to get that. But I'm not I tell myself I'm going to get that. But I'm just going to get like a fry, right? Fries, that's fine. It's just like a little like after dinner aperitif or something. Then you wind up walking out of there with like a 10-piece McNugget and this large frying like what what is happening here i'm eating my hobbit i'm eating second dinner <laughs> what is going on here it does seem like we have a culture of um uh visa has a marketing campaign regarding like you're worth it or treat yourself and i do think fast food does the same thing none of it is you need this this is healthy <laughs> well cuz they always try to here's the thing they always try to push like their new healthy thing but they know that if they get you in the door for the healthy thing, yeah, you're 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 walking out with the triple baconator. Yeah. Okay, Richard, what's your second? So my second one is the KFC Double Down. Also on my list. Is it yeah. okay? Oh, holy smokes! So I don't know. This was not the first ever fast food monstrosity. I did a lot of research and found ones that go back to seventies and sixties and on and on. But it's the thing that I personally. Most remember people saying, what in the living hell is that? Yeah. Um, so what is it? It's, you got two fried chicken patties instead of the bread because you got to watch the carbs. So you got to get the fried chicken patties yeah. instead. Uh, and then you got bacon, you got cheese, and you got the kernel sauce, which <laughs> oh, I don't dear. think they thought that through all the way when that was named. No. This, this feels like a direct response to the Baconator. Does it? This feels like... Hmm. You're going to yeah. add, you know, a slab of bacon on top of it? Guess what? We're going to add a fried chicken around our fried chicken. Yeah. Top of that. It was at this time when KFC was really, like, 
didn't know what the hell it was. Mm. They went from being Kentucky Fried Chicken to KFC because mm-hmm. they were trying to get away from the fried chicken thing for a while. Yeah. If you remember this, they had like the grilled chicken. That could have been on that could have been on our like our conspiracies uh podcast that we did. Yeah. Uh, it was like at the last year. The uh-huh. new Coke versus Coke classic thing. It was one of those things where like I remember the stories were well, they changed their name from Kentucky Fried Chicken because it's not actually chicken. Uh, <laughs> it's just called KFC, so they had to change the name. You know what I I've learned in a little bit of research about Yum. <laughs> is this late yum night? Brand. Is this like late night? Oh, this research? was like two hours ago. I don't know why I was fascinated at this. Um, yum Brands uh, owns um, Pizza Hut, Taco Bell, sure. KFC. Yeah. Uh, KFC also has the biggest international footprint. There's KFCs all over China, um, England too. In England, uh, they had they had a chicken shortage or a KFC chicken shortage in England like over the summer, and like they went crazy. Wow! Like the entire country like almost shut down. Wow! Over, over their lack of KFC. Um, I can see in Parliament the wigs flying. <laughs> uh, the, the, you know, they do like the question time yeah. with the Prime Minister. I can see that just being all about yeah. fried chicken. <laughs> Where's our fried chicken, chap? This well, barrister's original, it's the original recipe for disaster. It was um, Yum Brands, and, or whatever eventually became Yum Brands. That's how I knew that there was like a larger corporate structure yes. to the world. Yes. Uh, when the... Star Wars toys for the Phantom Menace in 1999. Mm-hmm. All of them were at KFC, at Pizza, Pizza Hut, Hut, yeah, and at Taco Bell, yeah. And it was those three brands that I was like, oh, they have a deal with this. This is why you're not going to get Star Wars toys at McDonald's, yeah. And like, and it, I think it they, was like it opened my eye, my whatever, my young college eyes, like the global structures of the world, like one company can own all three? That doesn't then make get, any sense. And then you get the combo, you get the, the, the combo restaurants. Oh, the Pizza Hut. Which is at just, the Taco Bell. It's yeah. like, you're at you, the you combination Pizza Hut and Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. It's like, they can't do one of these things right, so let's see if they can do two of these things wrong. Turns <laughs> out they can. My favorite is the uh, combination KFC and Long John Silvers here in Arlita. Which I, is the saddest fast food restaurant in the world. It's oh, a wow. good place to go to get stabbed. Yeah. And also, you're there, your choices are KFC or Long John Silver's yeah. guy. Yeah. When you're there, it's like, this is, this is sad eating mm-hmm. at its finest or worst. Um, okay. So this, the reason why I brought up this, uh, the double down for me. Yeah. When I go to the grocery store and I buy food for dinner to make like a schnitzel or something. Chicken breasts are effing expensive. Like, they're really expensive. Especially the boneless ones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this double down, I'm sure it's not that expensive. And yeah. it's chicken on chicken with chicken inside. Yeah. That's a lot. With chicken sauce. <laughs> with, the, with the Colonel's chicken yeah. sauce. Like, it just goes to show how much like a big company can reduce their yeah. costs. These things that are marketed to as healthier, like we'll try to buy like the airline chicken, free range chicken. Airline chicken? It's not. No, no. Okay. What? Sorry, I didn't know. It's what not you... like airline. Like it's a brand airline. Airline is just like a common term for. Okay, I don't think it's as common as you think, Michael. Anyway. We'll look it up. We'll look, we'll, we'll, you know, at the break. We'll, Sorry, yeah. We'll do a thing. Okay. We'll edit all this out. Sure. So, so anyway, the, the point is, 
to make if I was to go and try to make this sandwich at home, it would be very expensive. Yeah. It would be like a fifteen dollar sandwich. Yeah. And to go into a KFC and to have all of this stuff breaded and fried and yeah. put on your plate for four bucks, I'm sure, feels very like Mm, suspicious too. I'm amazed when you see a KFC and you think that's fast food. They're already cutting corners, and then there's like KFC Express, and you go, "What the fuck are they cutting?" The <laughs> the regular KFC, <laughs> like actual f- food. Uh, the one thing that struck me about KFC and its global footprint, learning that they created a culture of chicken on Christmas in China, so they really? have convinced Asian countries that we Americans, it is a very Western thing to eat chicken on Christmas Day. So they've pre-orders for this chicken that they sell with little booties on the, the feet like in the Tom and Jerry cartoon that they had. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so what I think is gr- a greater mission that they have is creating culture around food and creating conversation. If they think if they're going to create a food, a food item, how can they get people to engage emotionally in that? How do they pick people to share a story and do their own marketing for them? And... That's what I think is kind of fascinating. It seems like the, um, there's another organization, maybe we'll talk about it, that has fast food, uh, Mexican food. And every food, item that they, <laughs> every food item that they sell seems like it has some kind of extreme, crazy right. story around it. So, um, so you mentioned yeah. Asia. Um, and one of the things about the KFC Double Down is that it has uh, variations throughout the world, very specifically a lot of them in Asia. Um, and I limited my choices to the United States. Yeah, I tried. All to do mine the same. are all of mine are, are ones that are available in the U.S. I just felt like it was would have been cheating because really you don't. And I think Michael and I talked about this off air a little bit. You, you don't know about the culture of these countries, yeah. so it's kind of hard to sort of to judge them. Play tourist, but allow me to judge them <laughs> by. Just, just I'm just going to give you some of these uh, variations. Richard is piloting his own separate podcast. Allow me to judge, to judge them. <laughs> right. <laughs> Cultural judgment. That's my new my spinoff podcast. The uh, Double Down Dog in the Philippines, which is a, basically a double down, but instead of... Um, these are variants of the... Variants of the Double Down. Wow. So it's a Double Down Dog, and it's a hot dog, but instead of a bun, you've got a chicken fillet wow. on each side. Okay. So I don't know if that's still a sandwich or not. We're going to have to get our stupid kickball friends involved. Please oh, don't. Yeah. Please don't. Uh, in South Korea, they have two variations. They have the Zinger Double Down Max. <laughs> and the Max, by the way, is two Xs. It's, so okay. it's not super extreme like if it was three Xs. <laughs> but it's more extreme. Or if Steve Jobs had that creation right before he died. Right. <laughs> um, so it's basically a Double Down, but with an added hash brown patty and salsa. Wow. So I don't know if it's supposed to be like a breakfast Double Down. Now I want to travel. Right? <laughs> this is what Anthony Bourdain was trying to get us to do, guys. Explore the world. Uh, they also have the Double Down King, which is a, also has a beef patty um, and, and barbecue sauce in the middle of two zinger patties. What was zinger, zinger patty? They're like the... They're the, the, yeah, the zinger is like the... Uh, the chicken? The chicken, and I think it's a little spicy. Okay, okay. Um, and then in Canada, they have the waffle Double Down. Oh. Uh, which is, This one, it's a Belgian waffle between two seasoned chicken fillets and also uses maple flavored aioli. Wow! I would eat the fuck out of that thing. Yeah. By yeah. the way, I would. Yeah. I would if, if if I could go tonight and get a get a waffle double down. I would eat that. Mm-hmm. I would say Canada should have egregious food items because they have universal health care. True. So they should be more brazen. <laughs> are you saying that? Are you saying that that there's a connection between poutine 
and universal yes. healthcare. That that's yes. why they have yes. universal healthcare. Carotid arteries. So the let me ask you: Have you mentioned a food item you haven't eaten yourself, other than the exotic ones from different countries? Uh, well, I've never had a baconator. I, I think I've had the Jack in the Box version of the meat cheese cheese meat cheese or the bacon 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 meat cheese and bacon sort sure. of thing. Oh, okay. Sure. Um I have had the double down. It's okay. like it's like you had a seizure just then. <laughs> just cheese, I just cheese, want the cheese 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 bacon bacon. Max headroom just Max headroom just showed up. Um okay. Listen, that's very strange that you brought up Max headroom. Uh-huh. I'd like to talk about that after the break. Okay. Awesome. Uh well also I think it's pretty amazing that all of these sandwiches were also wrestlers who were in Royal Rumble 97. <laughs> the Double Down? Yeah, the Baconator. Well, they were a tag team, weren't they? The Double Downs? Yeah, the KFC Double Down. The, right, yeah. and then the Baconator. Yeah. Okay, then uh, we have much to discuss after the break, and I feel like we're actually halftime plus because we've got one of your yeah. third-round It's like a soccer game that kind of like ran they had the, the extra time yeah. at the end of the half. Um, so this is we, we all we we all got hurt just talking about this, this disgusting food. I started thinking about the baconator, and yeah. I flopped down and just grabbed my leg and then my heart. All right, we are going to go to break, um, but really, what that means is we're going to talk some more at you and invite you to go to our social media sites and to the Facebook page and to the iTunes and Sound no the iTunes and Stitcher pages to download, rate, and review past episodes and current episodes of the podcast and once you uh, go there and give a listen go to the social media sites and join us in the dialogue that exists there you can go to the facebook page as many others have done and suggest a topic for a future episode maybe even suggest yourself as a co-host for that topic we're happy to invite you into the discussion uh, in actual real time Uh, on twitter and instagram you can do the same let us know which episodes you liked or your opinions about the choices that were made by uh, Michael and Richard. We also would like to support the podcasting community by promoing some of the other wonderful podcasts that are out there, and here is one of them. Hey, everybody. This is your best friend, Stephen. And this is your best friend, Chris. And we're the hosts of the podcast, Is This Adulting? Every week, we sit down to talk about life, debate pointless topics, and most importantly, break the stigma on mental illness through opening up about our own struggles and how it affects us every day. Oh, and do you like games? We got those too. What about guests from all your favorite podcasts? Ooh, like Justin from Generation Y or Nina from Already Gone or Hal Lublin from Everything. Uh, and of course, you can't forget our special guest, Tom Bodette from those Motel 6 commercials. Okay, that last one might have been a stretch. Yeah, yeah, just like them. Uh, so join us each Thursday as we attempt to navigate adulthood as overgrown man children. And remember, kids, be happy, stay healthy, and go hug someone. Because you never know. They might just be the host of your new favorite podcast. And we want to give you a thing. You know, it's, uh, it's summer, and there's all these things you can do. You can be out mowing your yard. You can be out jogging around the block, out by the pool. And uh, you could be reading while you do that. Or you could be listening to reading, listening to somebody reading a book to you. And you can do that by going to uh, audibletrial.com forward slash Rushmore and getting a free trial, a free audiobook, um, courtesy of us. The fabulous guys at the Mount Rushmore podcast. Audible has like 180,000 titles to choose from uh, for your iPhone, your iPod, your MP3 player, your Kindle, your Android, any of those devices. And you can listen to them and then you can read them. You can go back and forth seamlessly between the two. Uh, You could download and listen to 
Fast Food Genocide, How Processed Food is Killing Us and What We Can Do About It, uh, read by Joel Furman, the author, and Tim Andres Pabon, the narrator. So you can do that. Uh, you can do that for free. And if you don't like Audible, you can keep the book. You still get the book. Uh, so go sign up for the 30-day free trial at Audible uh, and put that forward slash Rushmore so we get a little um, credit for it. We are back, and Richard, go for it. All right, before I go for it, I do want a, uh, to acknowledge the airline chicken is a thing. Yeah. Okay. It's uh, basically, it's a boneless chicken breast, but the drumette is still attached. Hmm. What's the advantage of having the drumette attached? A little bit of extra something, something. All right. Yes. All, right. All right. I remember for, our, uh, for my wedding is that, you know, they offered a few different choices, like a mm. pasta choice, a beef of like filet, some sort of whatever, right. and then an airline chicken. Wow. We've tasted them all, and we were like, these are all delicious. And you know what was crazy? The craziest thing was uh, both of us were like, the airline chicken is the best. <laughs> but then like we both decided like we're both going to get the steak. So yeah, because it's, it's steak, dude. <laughs> but like we were, when we were there at, at our uh, reception, we were just like, <laughs> that's a, that's your a, wedding. That, you wedding got both. I know it's weird. It's weird when chicken is the best. Yeah, like and the place was good, but like it's weird when like you want to get the chicken. Oh, the like, chicken. Chicken. Yeah. I wish it was bread. <laughs> I wish the steak <laughs> was between two pieces of breaded chicken. Uh, using that airline chicken. That's anyway. what yeah, you could use the drumettes as like little handles. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so there I, you go. I mean, I know we're just we're just retreading over stuff, but like the idea of grabbing. Like these fried chicken by your hand. I guess you do that anyway. Never mind. Yeah, you grab I guess, the I guess you, you eat grab fried chicken. No, I know. Mm-hmm. Well, like a dilettante with like a, with your pinkies up with, with your with chopsticks. There's part of there's like bone part that you don't eat. Some of that, like there's edges, right? That you don't. Oh, I mm. eat the cartilage and everything. <laughs> <laughs> you kidding me? Richard, cartilage. That's where the flavor is. Richard does that cartoon thing where he sticks the entire chicken in his mouth and pulls <laughs> right. it out. And there's just like there's just like the fish scale. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes like, I go no 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 like it's a corn on the cob. You're like Heathcliff, <laughs> basically, with a fish. Um, so I believe I am up. Um, my next choice is the Burger King Mac and Cheetos. Get out of here, Burger King. Uh, so why do we have to keep adding Cheetos or Doritos or anything like that yeah. to our perfectly good artery-clogging fast food? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. It's because the target audience is stoned or drunk college students? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, carry on then. <laughs> carry on. The Colonel's sauce on the last... I know we keep going back and I hate doing this. The Colonel's sauce should have been made out of like, amp. <laughs> like yeah. just like reduce like a like, sport drink is like it? a sport drink yeah. just reduce Jolt. you know to a simmer and then down yeah. to a fine glaze uh, amp reduction yeah. do you you said the target audience is uh stoners i i would posit that the culinary chefs who create these are also like a jay and silent bob just like these They're two also stoners two bong hitting guys with their lab coats kind of askew in the in the the, the culinary laboratory like especially Taco Bell. I feel like that's just... These are the guys who flunked out of, like, uh, Cordon Bleu. Yeah. And because they were too stoned. And they're like... Yeah. And, like, you know, the, the fast food restaurant jumps in. Like, Burger King's like, oh, we'll take you on. Yeah. This is a Polly Shore film plot from the 90s, but <laughs> it it's, really it's somehow working. Just like Chairman of the Board. Yeah. Somehow the... Uh, the um, yeah. <laughs> Have you tried the Cheetos infuse, infusion? Uh, yeah. And there... You don't want to talk about it? We'll sit in silence. 
they're, they're, the cheese goes, it goes. So what it is, basically, let me explain to you what it is. It's not a Cheeto that's filled with mac and cheese. It's basically like a mozzarella stick, but inside, instead of regular cheese, it's mac and cheese. And then there's like this Cheetos dust and for kind of for, it mixed in with the breading. Mm. And... Do you know... This seems like you'd like describe say. somebody at a sexual encounter with Cher. <laughs> right? It was like having sex with a person, but there's so much embalming fluid in there. <laughs> so I'm Greg Allman if I eat that, yeah. basically, is what you're saying. That's fair. Cheetos dust doesn't feel like it's that far away from when you get a box of, like, Max cra- Mac, uh, uh, Kraft mac and cheese. Yeah, the orange right. powder. The orange like, powder. it feels like you're just, like, those have been Cheetos at some point that somehow made its way to the yeah. Kraft factory, and just, mm-hmm. they're just like, oh, just mix it in. It just mm-hmm. sort of, like, it was like the leftovers from the, 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 the mill, yeah. the Cheetos mill. Uh, you asked me how it was. I would say it wasn't terrible yeah um the cheetos brought nothing to the table um they didn't need that um once you get it, it's like going to the fair and getting like the fried yeah. oreos yeah or the fried cola or something it's a like stunt. that it's a stunt meal yeah. yeah basically and it it's just it didn't it doesn't need to exist yeah on any level it's not nobody looks at it and goes oh man that's the type of meal combo i've always wanted like yeah. you could see like Okay, with the double down, it's like almost like so gluttonous. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, or, or like the Baconator's like, I fucking love yeah. bacon. What if I could get more bacon? Mm-hmm. Nobody is asking for like mac and Cheetos. Yeah. I don't know what, why. Just, this is the one, this is the one on my it, list I just don't. Understand. I think it is the stunt casting of fast food where they think we need market share, we need to get some uh, buzz going out in, out in the market about this thing. And if I didn't think all of these things, exists for a limited time only on the menu. Like there's sometimes you'll go to a Burger King or whatever and you order that thing on the limited menu and then by the time you go to pick it up actually at the window, it's already been canceled. Like that's, <laughs> right. that's how long it exists. In Taco the Bell does that a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, that's a very Taco Bell thing. I will say this about the Mac and Cheetos. This feels like, it feels like when a movie is very popular, like the Doritos Locos talk. Is, is that on your... No. Okay. So the Doritos Locos Aguila are very popular. They're introduced yeah. in like 2012. It feels like not that long ago, but it was like six oh, yeah. years ago. It's wow. been a long time since they've, that's been in popular culture. Yeah. The Mac and Cheetos uh, were introduced in 2016, and it feels like this is something that another company did to try to catch up with a different branded you know, chip thing. It's not really a chip, but like they're like, okay, well, Taco Bell has those Doritos yeah. Locos. Yeah, we need our own version of this. Yeah, okay, we can't get Frito. What if we get Cheetos? Cheetos are disgusting. Yeah. Cheetos sound like cheese. They're vaguely cheesy. We can cobble together something that mm-hmm. kind of works. Right. It feels like just like it's not quite like ants and like a bug's life, but it feels like. It feels like a DC Comics yeah. movie trying to take advantage of something yeah. that Marvel had done yeah. and not being very successful. Yeah. I've never heard of this. Right. I would love to see the stunt go wrong. Like mm. if a, a Subway decided they were going to put whole grain sun chips in, a, you know, in something, you know, your flatbread. Yeah. <laughs> Just screw it up even worse. And you know what happened with this the one time I tried it? Because um, I am the type of sucker who will just say, this sounds disgusting. I have to try this. Ah. Just for the, the sheer, like, 
novelty yeah. and to say that I did it. You I feel similar about like... It's on your puke bucket list. <laughs> right. I feel similar about beers. Yeah. Like I am, a, this, I right? am a beer snob, but I will also drink the swilliest swill. If I see the two ninety nine for a six-pack beer at Walgreens, oh. that's the Walgreens special. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, uh, I got to get that six-pack. We've talked about this. Yeah. I so have, I'm like that with bu- food. Bubblegum was on my list. And literally this week, I was in line in the morning, and I almost texted you guys a picture of like this bubblegum I almost bought. <laughs> it was just like, it was like super high chew, extra chew, and I was just like, just, just hold back, man. <laughs> so the one thing about this that I will say is, the first bite I had a one, this mac and cheese was like molten lava. Mm-hmm. Oh. Like I literally thought it was going to burn a hole straight through my mouth, oh. just like just, just all the way through my chin. From a temperature, not a spicy Not spicy, thing. literally molten hot. Mm-hmm. By the time I finished the last one, it was cold mac and cheese. Oh, wow. It, like somehow it went from like, like molten yeah. to like frozen yeah. in the span of like five minutes. There's something about that, the, the, the mozz- maybe it was the, cheddo, the Cheetos that had some sort of cooling. I think the microwave is it. the microwave cooking thing. It seems like right. it accelerates the particles and then they decelerate or <laughs> even faster. Yeah, it's yeah. like so there's some sort of like half life yeah. that's happening here. And there is nothing, there are a few things that are as gross as cold mac and cheese. Yeah. Then wrap that around some uh, Cheetos crusted uh, mozzarella mm, or, or mo- Cheeto crusted like a uh, batter. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah. Okay, guys. So, uh, Michael, is this your last one? Then? This is my last okay. one. Okay. And it is the Pizza Hut Hot Dog Bites Pizza. Barf. Now, I, uh, why you, I brought up Max Hedger. Actually, you know what? Not barf. Go, but, but go on. Okay. So I'll tell you how I got here. And it was strange that you brought up Max Hedger because I almost put on here just as a laugh, Pizza the Hut from the movie Spaceballs. <laughs> yeah. Because he is a fast food monstrosity. And he's just this huge creature from the movie that is a piece of pizza that's obviously making fun of Jabba the Hutt yeah. from Return of the Jedi. And standing next to him is his like consigliere, his Bib Fortuna. Mm-hmm. It's a character that's basically like Max Hedrum. It's uh-huh. like this robot that's doing the same sort of weird, jerky yeah. head motion. So it was very strange that you brought up that reference. Yeah. But that led me down the path to uh, my nemesis of pizza, which is Pizza Hut. Oh. Which they go out of their way to make these really strange, hearty pizza things that try to appeal to everyone and no one at the yeah. same time. Yeah. So this hot dog pizza plate thing is a pizza, and then in the crust are these hot dog bites mm-hmm. that are baked around in little nuggets that you can just pull off of the pizza yeah. and eat. And I assume it's to appease children. Because that's the only really taste profile that really appeals to appeals to if you're eating pizza can, and hot dogs can, at the same time. Can I can I offer a defense of this? And I've never had it, so I can't say anything about it. Sure, but I do like me some uh, uh, pigs in a blanket. Pigs in a blanket. And this is basically Pizza Hut saying you're going to go to a party, and some people are going to want pizza. I, yeah, I re- some people want pigs in a blanket. I recognize that. Yeah. I recognize that as a party dish. Mm-hmm. The majority of times, this isn't being ordered as a party dish. This is being ordered by some guy that like wants those two crazy flavors yeah. at the same time, yeah. and that there's something wrong with you. I I do feel like these ident- these fast food companies take on this identity of an individual, 
And all of these seem like the girl who's not getting enough attention. And so she's <laughs> doing something where she's revealing more cleavage or she's trying the latest trend or she's trying the latest thing. And some of them you just want to say, look, I respect you for what you are, what you have, what you've been offering. It's been, people have been taking you up on that for years. And it, why are you doing this to yourself? It's weird because like ever since like 1995, Pizza Hut has been trying to get the a leg up in like these novelty pizza things. Yeah. Uh, the double decker pizza came out around 95 or 96. Mm-hmm. It was a pizza on top of a pizza. No, you know, it was called the triple decker pizza. And I have a theory that they stole it from me because I invented the double decker pizza, but I called it a double decker pizza because it's two yeah. decks, not three. Who would be crazy enough to do three? That's crazy. Um, and then they did the stuffed crust pizza, yeah. which is like a horrible sh- uh, crust filled of like string cheese. Mm-hmm. around the edge mm-hmm. that always it does the same thing as the mac and cheetos congeals yep. yeah congeals it congeals in too fast a time frame so you're biting into this thing and you're just like oh, man this is not this is not the commercial that i had mm-hmm. envisioned in my head in my mouth it becomes actual string cheese yeah yeah um uh, and now this you know one of their newer or more recent things and we have some friends that just love to buy this shit and every time i, I just keep thinking just just buy from the local pizza joint, and you can, know, can, can I? You don't need the hot dogs on it, and like. <laughs> I think it's worth me interjecting my last pick here because it is a, a pizza. Great. Um, it is um, the Papa John's Frito Chili Cheese Pizza. <laughs> well, talk about Fritos. There we go. Holy shit! <laughs> the, uh, so Papa John's can't even. They, make... figured, they figured out how to get the Frito market in here of the of the big three: Doritos, Chinos, and Fritos. They got it covered, man. They got the they got they got it. They I got wonder the who, corner market. I wonder who pushed that. Was it was it Fritos that pushed that, or Papa John's that pushed that? I bet it was Fritos that were like, we gotta get with somebody. We can't get with Taco Bell. They got Doritos. They got we Doritos. can't get with, Bur- with Burger King. I we know. don't want to deal with Wendy's. Who's desperate? Yeah, they're gonna. They're just gonna screw us up. They're gonna screw us over on the Sun, Twitter. Sun chips and, yeah. and Jack in the Box are like <laughs> they just been going back and forth for five years trying to figure this shit out. David sunflower seeds and <laughs> and, and, and Del Taco. What was what was it called again? It's the Frito Chili Papa Cheese John's. Pizza by Frito. Papa John's. And let's let's be honest, Papa John's can't even make a pizza right. What are they doing trying to make chili? I mean, it is literally what you think it is. It is a pizza with chili on it and then Fritos. I don't want Papa John's chili. Let's even accept a world where this sweaty, semi-drunk-looking Papa John is a secret chili master. Let's even accept, yeah. let's accept this for a second. Okay. Why would you put that on a pizza? Same thing with the hot dogs from Pizza Hut. Uh, I assume that some of the stuff from Pizza Hut is like fresh ingredients, fresh yeah. cheese, da-da-da. Man, I do not trust the Pizza Hut hot dog. There's something about it. <laughs> I don't even, I, I barely trust like the chicken at KFC. I barely trust a hot dog. Like the yeah. chili. Full stop. Yeah, the chili seems very. Okay, uh, wait, wait, if you were at a picnic and all this stuff was on the table and you had a plate, would you not put all of it on the same plate and maybe eat? Some of it almost in the same bite. That's very interesting. That's very true. I think that there is... No, I wouldn't eat a pizza and Fritos chili cheese in the same bite. No, I wouldn't. Wait a second. This is like like, uh, picnics and barbecues. They're like international waters. Anything goes. Whatever goes on your plate, you got some mac and cheese. Oh. You got a little bit of... You got a hall pass from your normal diet. Like you go to barbecues and you're eating like 
two hamburgers yeah. and a hot dog and all this stuff. And you're like, yeah. it's one o'clock. An I'm, egg not roll. That, I'm literally not that hungry. Yeah. I'll have another one of those. I love it. And your stomach, like your stomach <laughs> is going, where the fuck are we? Are we, <laughs> See, I are, thought, we at a, are we in Italy? Are we in Mexico? I better, I better vomit just to be yeah. safe. <laughs> I thought you were going to go with the, if somebody actually brought a uh, Fritos chili cheese pizza, what would you do? Okay, I'll, well, I, what I, would you do? Would, I'm just if, thinking if, if like discerned. one of your good friends come came. You, you had a party here in the backyard, and somebody came back and you're like, "Yeah, it's a potluck." So, what'd you bring? Oh, it's a secret. Fa- it's a family recipe. It's like a chili cheese pizza. Here, have a. You want to have a slice? Yeah, that that kind of freak me out. It would freak you out a little bit, yeah, right? This You'd is your like, family. Your family's fucked up, bro. right? That's what you would think, <laughs> right? Uh, you're yeah. One, your parents are alcoholics. Like <laughs> right. clearly, clearly, redneck alcoholics. I. I can't help but okay. So are we done? Well, I, let me just go through okay, some of the okay, other okay. pizza. Let me go through some of the other. I got some global pizza. This is more Richard Richard courting favor. No, okay. No, I don't okay. think it is. I think this is just. I this is. I I, I didn't want to talk about global things, but I and here's just a few that kind of popped up. Um, so this is an American one. Little Caesars had a bacon wrapped deep dish pizza that okay. had bacon as the crust. Is the crust? So big uh, bacon coming out again. Uh, pizza Hut. Because they're awful. Had three different ones that are awful. Uh, in the Middle East, they have the Crown Crust Carnival, which uh, you you could either choose fried chicken as your crust or cheeseburgers. Well, uh, um, I think I saw this video. I think I saw a video on Facebook of that. Right. Yeah, burgers on this, the crust. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, they also had a double sensation in Singapore. It had two different rings of crust, one in the outside that was uh, like a, basically like a stuffed crust. Um, and then the inner ring had cheesy chicken sausage. Uh huh. As the crust. Wow. And also had turkey ham, uh, bell pepper, salsa, and mushroom on the outside, and smoked chicken, zucchini, and Alfredo sauce on the inside. You know, before he died, Stephen Hawking was trying to discover <laughs> the secret to the double ring pizza, <laughs> and he never got it, and he should have thought a little bit more interesting. Richard, have you seen this? Because some of these sound like that yeah, list I've seen of sexual. Remember that list that was going around of like the rusty trombone or those <laughs> things that, that 14 year old kids make up and pretend that they know anything about? I've never, I, I've never been to Singapore to have it, but I've seen photos of it. Just okay. like I've seen a photo of the Pizza Hut 4 and 20 well, from Australia. Well, no, if it's real, because 100% Donald Trump is, <laughs> is yeah. going to Singapore this week. <laughs> and 100% he's going to eat this horrible yeah. fast food monstrosity while he's there. That's the only thing he's going to want to uh, order. The only thing. There's no tariff at all <laughs> on that thing. In we fact, must import them Import them cheaper. <laughs> How cheap can we make this? Yeah, the 4 and 20 by Pizza Hut. It's a collaboration of the Meat Pie Makers 4 and 20. It is literally, it has eight meat pies right stuffed into the crust. Isn't that a poem about the Black Plague or something? I think it is, yeah. 20. Okay. So, so I'm done after that. Okay. I'm out. All right. I feel like I've eaten a meal already just sitting down and hearing all these. But I thank you gentlemen for, for um, doing the extensive research and bringing together these monstrosities. I will repeat that I think, I think what hurts my heart most about these is not the actual uh, uh, corrosion and clogging of my heart that happens after you eat these. It's just they seem like nice people. Some of these fast food companies have like an identity. They seem like a nice person who's trying to do something to get noticed. Like if, you, like if an attractive woman stepped into the room and she had a hot dog between her boobs or something like that, you'd be like, Barbara, you're a beautiful woman. You don't need to put chili all, all over yourself or something like that. It just seems desperate. Okay, so um, you both mentioned the double down. 
So we'll each get a point for that. All right, I guess that's that's the ch you'll each get a point. Um, because of Michael's impassioned um, identity crisis that seems like you encountered during the Fat Burger Triple King, I'd like to bring that because all of these things are just burgers, but how your emotions interact with them, I, I think, is very interesting. Um, and then the uh, Burger King Cheeto Mac and Cheese, is that what it is? Yes, the Mac yeah. and Cheetos. Yeah, Mac and Cheetos. And I'm afraid just because it's so sensational, I'm also going to go for the um, Papa John's Frito Chili Cheese Pizza. So, it sounds disgusting. Yeah, it sounds like it just it a sound, whole... It sounds slightly more disgusting than the hot dog pizza. I, once you put it into the, to the terms yeah. of... Uh, they're just kind of like a... It's a culinary affront. Um, what are the things? Uh, roll-ups. Hot dog roll-ups. Uh, Pigs in the blanket? Thank Pigs in the blanket, you. Yeah. I, I, it, it really opened my eyes to be like, you know what? I can understand why someone would order this yes. gross thing. Yes. Uh, so we have indigestion just from discussing this. But this has been the Mount Rushmore of fast food monstrosities. Uh, I, as always, am Jeff. And I'm Richard, and I'm going to go crush a double-dell. Michael.